welcome to episode three of VR Dev Talk. I'm your host, Ken, and we're Fisto, and with me is my co-host, Big Squirmy. How you doing, Squirmy? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I, you know, I, I think the first thing I have to say is, uh, how's your week going? Man, you, you, you know, and, and, and I know yours is going just as good as mine. We got some, some big news to share. Yeah, we do. We do. This is this is a great episode. Uh, we've got some big news to share, and later we're going to have a special guest. We're going to have George from Monkey Mischief on. And for those of you who don't know, Monkey Mischief is an App Lab game that blew up, and it blew up so much that uh, this fourteen-year-old kid ended up with a giant twenty-three thousand-pound server bill from Photon that he couldn't pay. So. We're going to chat for a bit, then we're going to get to George. I think you'll find this one interesting. All right, Squirmy, the big news. Fire away. The hackathon, man. We, yep. we, we're both uh, got invited to the uh, meta hackathon. And uh, we're going to be, uh, you know, it's 50 people from uh, in, in North America, U.S., and uh, 50 people in, uh, in the EU going to Zurich. Yep. And, Zurich, uh, Switzerland. Yeah, so uh, you know they they're gonna split everybody into teams of three to five, uh, and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna everybody's gonna see what they can make with the presence platform, the the voice SDK, the you know using spatial uh, spatial anchors and uh, pass through and all that good stuff. And I, I assume yeah. they're gonna have us using the Quest Pros for it, but we'll see. And then uh, I, as you know, uh, it's interesting. The presence SDK has a whole lot of things in in it. It has body tracking, facial tracking, eye tracking, right? Yeah. It has, I, I believe, voice recognition with wet yeah. AI. It yeah. has uh, speech generation, I think. Mm, uh, I uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that might be part of winter. It might not. Well, it's time to dig in that ST into that SDK, right? I've because used it. I've used it before, but I don't. Uh, they may have added it though. Yeah. What did what you've you've used the speech, right? I've used, uh, yeah, that, I've used the voice SDK. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if this is an updated SDK from what you you've used previously. It, uh, could, I, it could very well yeah. be because it's been a while since I've used it. Yeah, I think they had their own internal for a bit, and now they're using Wit AI, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to digging in on that. Um, pass through spatial anchors. Um, oh, we also have I forget what it's called, but basically the ability to amount to map your surroundings, so you can build polygons based uh, uh, around the based on what's around you. Well, isn't, so isn't that you, what the spatial anchors do? Um, I don't know. I, I got to get into that SDK. <laughs> I think I thought spatial anchors were different things. The ability to tag a location and say, this here is, I'm registering this and I'm always going to come back to it. And I think there's, that's one part of it. But I think in addition to that, you can map out your world, which will allow object inclusion as well as objects to interact with your world. Like your uh, characters can jump on your kitchen table and run behind uh, a wall. Right, right, right. right? So... There's a lot of exciting things, and I was—I read the rules today, and I was going through the scoring rubric, and uh, you know, there's there's I believe 15 total points awarded in three different categories, and they are looking for different. That's yeah, they, 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 you they know, want to see yeah, they want to see what um, what you can make. With it. 
Yeah. Uh, one one part of the rule says everything has to be your own work, and I don't know what that means for using outside assets, right? Things, yeah. particularly things from the asset store. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not so, sure. I, I mean, normally in those kind of things, they they allow that, but you just have to specify what was used that's not that you didn't create. You know. Right, right. They do say it's okay to use uh, something you've created or open source. Right, right. Okay, so we'll we'll or see. I, where I think they... it said something about a license if you have the license for it. So. Oh, all right. Well, I'll have to go back through that and read those. So the hackathon takes place November 8th through the 11th in two locations, Menlo Park, California and Zurich, Switzerland. I woke up one morning, uh, I think it would have been Thursday morning, I woke up and uh, eh, I stayed up too late the night before, I was a little grumpy, and I opened my email and I see, welcome, and you've, you've been selected. And that is, uh, number one, they, I got included. Number two, a Meta is uh, picking up the tab. They're going to fly us out there and they're going to put us up. And I booked last night and Squirmy, you did too, right? Yep, yep. Got everything booked and uh, and there's and there's prize money on the line. So, so the first place winners get money, you know? All right. Let's, let's talk about that money real quick. If I have it, if I have it, I believe it is for each team, there's a prize pool uh, for each team, uh, Menlo each Park. Location, and yeah. Each location. There's a prize pool. Uh, where first place gets fifteen grand, second. Uh, I'm sorry, twenty-five. Is that right? I think it's twenty-five. And then hold on, yeah. I'm going. I gotta look <laughs> this up. I don't want to. I don't want to misspeak here. I don't remember what the other ones were. I remember here it I is. Oh, place, yeah. Oh, first place at each of the locations is twenty-five thousand dollars. Second place is fifteen, and third place is ten thousand dollars for Zurich and Menlo. And there's an additional $25,000 for the global winner. So the first place of Menlo and Zurich will go against each other for an additional $25,000 split between three to five people on a team. That's that's, that's a pretty good chunk. I'm, it's going to light up. Let me be frank. That's going to light a fire under my ass. That'll, that'll, okay. That'll pay some server bills for sure. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I think I, I will tell you the most exciting thing for me here is um, working with other developers. There's a number of people from the Start Discord who are, who are going to be there, right, right? right? Yeah. Do you do you have anyone in particular like you've talked to for six months and it's like you're finally going to meet them? I mean, I just I'm just excited to meet everybody. I I, I talk to I don't really talk to anybody any one person. All the time, right? In particular, I, right. you know, talk to everybody in there, and uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, it'd be, yeah. It'd be fun to, uh, yeah, to, to meet What's everybody, f- and and then me and you will finally meet. Yeah, this is the first time. First time we'll meet in person. I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to that, you know. And uh, I don't know how they're going to assign teams, but I believe team selection is done at the hackathon yeah, at the location. Right? Yeah. So we'll see what that is. I wonder. I wonder if the you know teams get assembled by specialties, or they you know do it randomly, or they allow us some input. I, I'm not quite sure. I would think that like because you know on the on the uh, application form it asked you you know what uh, what do you use if you use like Unreal or Unity or whatever. So I would assume if there's some people that selected Unreal that they would try to put those guys together maybe. You know. Oh, right. Speaking right. of Unreal, you know, uh, if anybody out there uses Unreal, um, 
the voice SDK used to not be available for Unreal, but as of uh, V46 of the platform uh, SDK, it is uh, now available. Yeah. Oh, that that's good. That that uh, backs up my idea that they did update speech, and that's they're using Wit AI. So those are those are just web calls. They do a you know a real yeah. real time recording and send the sample up to the server and wait for the response. Yeah, and then all, oh. the, all the machine learning stuff is done on the back end. So like, uh, yeah, you have to train it and all that. And uh, but it used to be to where you couldn't just like. You know how, like, on your phone, you could be like, hey, Siri, and it'll answer you. It, right. It didn't have, it wasn't, like, always listening. So I don't know if it's still like that or not. Like, you had to have some kind of input to tell it to start listening. So <laughs> it may it may be different now. But yeah. I'm going to fire it up today and, and see what, what, what they got now. Okay. Okay. So I, I'm just totally excited about this. And I'm, I'm sticking around Friday. It ends Friday at noon. And I'm sticking around that Friday night, and I know you are as well. And I, I'm getting the sense there's a lot of start developers that are also going to try to be there that Friday night. So I'm um, I'm looking for it. My first thought is great. We'll get together. We'll go out for drinks. Then I was like, what am I talking about? We we get together and we'll get our hardware out and we'll build something. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe we can squeeze in a podcast episode out there while we're there. Well, I, my intention is I'm going to film it from my end, and you should too. And we'll put it together and do a YouTube video or something. Because yeah, yeah, as, long I, as, no, as long as there's no uh, NDAs or anything that they. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. We'll, we'll we'll pay attention to that, of course. But I I think it's a pretty exciting opportunity for me to be part of this. And it hit me last night how incredible lucky I I, I am to I, I feel to be included. I, I've just I wanted to do something like this for a long, long time. My kids participated in Odyssey, the mind as kids, and I, I always loved that. You know, hey, we have a limited limited time set, and I'm I'm going in there, and I'm going to try to be the best teammate I can be. I want to make sure I pay attention to, you know, whatever the group decides to build. I'm gonna, you know try to figure out where I fit in the best and the best thing I can do to, you know, get us over the line. And uh, I yeah. just, I, 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 it's so rare for me to work or to speak to other VR developers, right? Sure, Much yeah. less work with them that, uh, geez, I think this is incredible. I and just, it, and it's basically only 48 hours, right? Because we, yep. we you know, um, I think it, 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 it's gonna, you know, I think it starts at nine, but then, you know, we had, they say we have breakfast and, uh, they'll probably <laughs> go over everything. And then, so I would, I would assume by like noon, that's when everything is going to kick off. And then, yeah. and then it's in, it's going to end on noon on Friday. So, um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Now are you, so were you big sleeper? How much sleep do you need to function? I mean, you know, three or four hours and I'm good. I mean, I've, yeah. I've gone, I've gone. I think the longest I've ever gone without sleep is like 36, 38 hours or something like that. But Ooh, that's rough, dude. When you go that long, you're no good. Yeah, I mean, by the time you get to like 20 hours straight or something like that, it's like your brain's just mush anyway, and it doesn't pay to to keep it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I'm gonna really pay attention to that because uh, I, you know, I want to make sure. Well, and if we have, you know, if we if we work it out amongst the team, <laughs> uh, if we have five people, you know, then we can have. You know, a couple people go and take their naps or breaks or whatever at a time, and then they come back, and then 
another one or two go and then that way at least you got somebody always working on it the whole time yep yep that's that's the idea i'm terribly excited about it yeah so, man, gonna, all right be good all right so wait what have you been working on this week i mean uh you're you're headed towards release and how does this impact your release plans you're, you're trying to get something out by uh what uh end of november yeah i mean it's gonna i'm still waiting on the uh still waiting on the submission to go through um mm-hmm. i haven't heard anything oh. back yet so we'll we'll see i think i'll wait another week or so and if i don't hear anything back i'll I'll ping them on it and see if they can see what the what's the status, you know. But uh, yeah, right, right. So you're yeah. you're talking about the App Lab submission you did. You're yeah. you're waiting on that. Mm. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. And they yep. they say three days, but a lot of people have been saying three weeks. You know, so we'll see. But uh, I, I've been hey. uh, just getting there, all the all the integration done on the uh, you know because I got I've. I've had all the mechanics done and I got a lot of my art assets in place now. So now I'm just kind of, uh, ironing finishing up with like the, uh, cockpit interactions and stuff like that. Like, uh, you know, uh, I got switches now that I added to where you can't just, you can't just fire your missiles. You have to use a switch and arm the missiles first before they're fireable. Yeah. And then if you have all, all four of them armed then all four of them fire whenever you hit the button, you know, uh, oh, perfect! And then, yeah, and then I added in uh, just some UI stuff, you know, to whenever you got a target locked or something like that, you know, that kind of stuff. Right, it's feedback, yeah. feedback. I, you know, uh, feedback is important in VR. Just to know, oh, I'm doing something. I actually did something. I accomplished something. That's great. That's great. I, I had a good uh, week working on my prototype. It's more of a shooter. It's uh, designed to be. You know, I, I really, I, I really like the old school Doom Quake stuff, and uh, I'm not quite sure it's done, been done properly in VR. And uh, characters are great in VR. One thing about VR is it's lonely. There just aren't that many people in VR. There aren't that many, you know, fleshed out characters. And you know, uh, sometimes there aren't, aren't even great enemies. So. Yeah. I spent the week and uh, I integrated Emerald AI for my enemies, and I have a couple of good enemies there. It's a, it's an interesting package, and it's it's a good way to get I think quality AI into an app quickly. It uh, you know uh, I do have some ideas for specialized AI that the package doesn't support, and I, I think I'm going to use I'm going to use two different systems so that I can use some uh, Emerald AI is nice and solid and has a ton of features, uh, and so I'm going to use that part of it to get it in the app quickly, and then I have some different ideas for enemies that haven't been done before. And uh, VR allows interaction with enemies to be able to grab and throw and that sort of thing. And I want to have that. And Emerald AI doesn't really support that in VR yet. It's still, uh, you know, an asset for pancake games. Uh, There's, there's, there's a way to do that, but uh, I'm not sure I have time to flesh that out. And I do know the uh, developer for Emerald AI is working on Puppet Master integration. Mm. So, so that's going to be a big deal. Uh, right now, the character is nav mesh driven, so you can't really pick them up and throw them around. So we'll we'll see what happens there. Um, 
as always, I'm using uh, Hurricane Hexabody. I just love the uh, Hurricane uh, and Hexabody combo. Um, I set up VRIK and uh, my mantling is nice and smooth. I can jump. I feel like I have the freedom to move around. I, that's going to be important as the enemies get uh, added. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping there's going to be a lot of forward motion and there's going to be a need to move quickly because of the locomotion of the other enemies. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. So, all right. And uh, I think it's time to get to our guest. Yeah, let's get into it, man. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. Yep. All right. As always, let us know. We love the feedback. Thanks very much. Hi, folks. Welcome back to VR DevTop. We've got an exciting episode for you today. I'm Ken Fisto, and I'm here, as always, with Big Squirmy. How you doing, Squirmy? I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, let's get right to it. We have a fascinating guest today, George from North of London. His game, Monkey Mischief, is uh, blowing up on the App Store and, and App Lab. And he's got a fascinating story to tell us about the, uh, the excitement and the, the perils and pitfalls of developing for App Lab. George, welcome. Hello. Um, sure. Should I just go straight into it? Yeah, George, tell us just a little bit about yourself. You know, how, how'd you get into VR? What are you doing? What motivated you to do this game? And then let's let's hear the the chaos. Okay, um, so I'm just some rat. I'm just the average boy. I'm like 14, just an average boy in school. Like, I I enjoy computers, and I always have enjoyed computers, and everything to do with it and I'm not, not very sociable so that probably helped with my situation but so I have a lot of time on my hands right. and I, I thought I should put my time into something so I thought that Grid Attack was a really fascinating game and I wanted to expand from it so I started off with Monkey Mischief and it just went really well. Yeah. Okay. So, Monkey Mischief. It is. It's. It's kind of a gorilla tag clone. It's Unity, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And did you start with any movement scripts, or did you do it yourself? Or what happened there? Um, originally, I made my own, mm -hmm. and then because I didn't really, I didn't realize that the um, gorilla tag movement was open source. Right. So I made my own, and it wasn't very good, to be honest. But it worked. And right. um, then I found out that the movement was open source, so I just began using that and Normcore originally. <laughs> yeah, I, I, my game, Flying Squirrel Chase, I chose Normcore because it just seemed like the simplest thing to get up and running with. Yeah. Was the, was, the game, uh, uh, was the game already live whenever you had switched inputs uh, of the movement, or, or was it still, that was just still in the development phase? Oh no! Um, when when I made the movement script, it wasn't on up, and it was um, still in development. But I did release it with the grid attack movement and normcore, and then slowly switched over to photon. Okay, so uh, walk us through this. You you have your dream. I'm I'm making a gorilla tag clone. I love it. I, I got it working. Now it's time to push it up on App Lab, right? Is that your yep. first release? App Lab. Okay. Uh yeah. All right. So it gets on App Lab. And what happens? Does it sit there? Does anybody notice it? Or do people jump right on it? Um so when we first released the App Lab, we had like 
I think around like a couple hundred players because we had previously released a side quest. And then all of a sudden the player base just boomed and just it exploded. And we, because most of our developers are like quite young, so we didn't really know what to do. (laughs) And we just kind of just kept going as we were and didn't expect anything bad to happen. Right. And then eventually it obviously did. Oh, well, well, let's see. All right, so let's let's talk about the bad that happened. All right, walk us through that. What's that like? Okay, so what? I want to. I want to. When did you first know something bad was going to happen? Um, when the player base got really, really big, and when it started to get to like ten thousand players, and then to fifteen, and to a hundred, I was like, oh, this can't be anything good. To be honest, I should be really happy about it, but I, I'm just, I'm just so worried. Right. And um, then one day, I, I was just gonna work on the game, and then all of a sudden, Photon had emailed us about a bill, and I, I was just panicking. I couldn't breathe. It's just so hard. I, I, tell tell us about that. It, just very briefly explain what's bad going on here and what this bill is about. Okay, so the bill was about traffic, and we had overused our traffic by, well, we had like, it was 140,000% overused, and that's not very good at all. And (laughs) so then I was like, uh, this might be okay, maybe. And then we got this TCU, we only had to pay like 900 for overusing it, so that was all right. But nine hundred nine hundred yeah. pounds. Yeah, and then for the traffic, it was twenty three thousand pounds, and it was just shocking to me, to be honest. <laughs> wait, so wait a minute. So how did you get the email? Did you wake up one morning and check your email and see this bill for what twenty three thousand pounds? Yeah, in your email. Just, yeah, yeah. It was, I just woke up and it was any normal day, and I was just going to work on it again with my developers. Then I saw the bill and I was just panicking and, and I didn't didn't know what to do at all. And I try I tried contacting them saying I, I I don't know why this has happened. Why isn't there a cap on the traffic? <laughs> and I just thought it would just stop using it, but it just kept going and going and going. What so so, so what did uh so what did the how uh, I guess first how many other guys you got working on it with you and what did they say? Uh, they were all like shocked. I think some of them didn't believe me, and a lot of people in like the community thought that we because eventually we had to try and make the money somehow, and they thought we were just being money hungry. But right. it was so hard to like prove to people that we genuinely got a bill for twenty three thousand pounds. So, so at this point, you wake up, you get the email. What's the first thing that you do? Who's the first person you tell? Uh, I, w- I was so scared and I d- wasn't sure if I should actually tell anyone. Right. I, just, I just went downstairs and told my mom, like, uh, don't hate me, but I might have just received the bill for £23,000. And she, she, she was like laughing at first. And then when she realized. <laughs> <At first. laughs> yeah. And then when she realized. Re- joke, huh? Yeah, and then my parents were like really like scared, and they were like, "We can't pay this off. I don't know how you're gonna do it. We don't. We don't have. We don't have enough to do this." And then 
they just started contacting them and yeah they, is it, well i'm sorry them. they just started who just started contacting who uh my parents started to contact photon about right. the whole situation right right yeah. and okay so you tell your parents then you go tell your team right yep okay now uh Let's let's break this down a little bit about why this is happening. Normally, uh, you know, you use Photon, you get a, a certain number of players, and you pay for your bandwidth. the The problem yeah. is, you know, a bandwidth bill, even even if it's not twenty three thousand pounds, it 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 can can be you know five hundred or thousand pounds or whatever, right? Mm. It, with normal usage, and the way people offset that, your game is free, right? Yep. The, the way developers offset that is with in-app purchase, IAP. And at this point, you have the game on the store. It's using bandwidth. There is a certain allotment per month, right? I think you pay probably, what, 60, 70 pounds to use it per month for, you know, some limit, right? Yeah. But you, you, you've blown past this cap, right? And you have all these... Where do these players come from? Do they come from YouTube or TikTok or... How did they find you? Um, for like the previous players, like before we released the App Lab, or when we had just released the App Lab, like some new players were like posting videos on TikTok, or or it was like styled snail on YouTube, and it just started to blow up extremely from there. And then more people would post videos on it because they would see the other YouTubers doing it. Or other TikTokers doing it, and then it would just keep growing and growing and growing, and we couldn't really put a stop to it. So at the, right. so at the height, at the height, what what would you say your your highest uh, and current user base was? Um. Well, in one day we had like sixty two thousand players on on, and then at once at our peak we had um. 3,000 something all on at once trying to get into the server and that's where problems came. Oh wow, yeah. yeah. And that was like, what problems are we talking about? People not being able to connect? Uh, slow response? Uh, yeah, so people not being able to connect to the servers and then a lot of bugs starting to arise because servers were being overloaded and just, I, I can't even explain it. Just so much was happening all at the same time, and we just didn't know what to do. So, so before the bill, did you have uh, in-app purchases uh, at that time, or it wasn't until afterwards, and then you were just trying to catch up to to deal with the bill? Um. So before the bill, we had just introduced in-app purchases, so we weren't making as much to pay off the bill. Right. But as as we were in our peak, it started to like rise, and it was like, oh, okay, this is kind of getting okay. But we we started to like we wanted to pay it off as soon as we could, and the only way we could do that and also stop the traffic from rising anymore was to make multiplayer an option, and people had to start paying for it. Which is when a lot of people started to get turned off by the game. Sure. You had to throttle usage. You can't leave it open. Now, um, any VR game, VR is going to use a network, a lot of networking traffic, right? We're, we're yeah. syncing hands and uh, you have audio chat, right? VoIP. Yeah. And VoIP is going to use a, lo a lot of data. And because that's an end to end problem, right? That, that uh, if, if I speak, it goes to the server, then the server has to transmit that, 
data to each of the clients. Uh, now, any VR app is going to use a lot of data, but your app here is probably using way more data than it needs to. What's what's going on? Um, some things were being called every single frame, I think, if I can remember. Yeah, right. yeah. And that is not very good and really didn't need to be called in every single frame. And there was just many other things that could have been reduced, like with the cosmetics, because it was running it every single time someone clicked it. And also with the private rooms, it was running so much with the network. And it wasn't doing us any favors, to be honest. Right, right. And now, I mean, the the way it's set up, you really can't measure. Are you able to measure the traffic yourself? Did you know this this thing was using so much data? Um, at the time, I didn't know what was using so much data. I thought it was just because so many people were online. But right, right. I thought that it would just... I, I honestly can't even tell you. It was just... I just thought that it would all be all right and nothing would come of it, but obviously I was wrong. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Now you have this thing, you have a big bill, and at some point you figure out you're using too much data and that you have to fix it, right? Yep. So what do you do? Uh, so we had to start charging for multiplayer, and then we also had to start... But that cut down on the amount of people on at a time, but that also like affected our player base and sure. also who was people that were buying more and more. So it was kind of beneficial, but not entirely. And then just over time, we kind of just lost motivation. And then that kind of affected how much we were earning. But then eventually it, the, it kind of spiked again. And we just earned so much money and we could pay off the bill. Like we like we could pay it off like multiple times. We were we were completely fine. But then Photon got back to us and said that it's alright, you don't need to pay the bill. We know your age, we know how this is affecting you. But you violated our terms, so we're gonna have to ban you from our services, which wasn't very good. Right. So, all right. The photon gets back to you. They realize they're dealing with a miner, and you know the chances of collecting on that bill are are pretty small, right? Yeah. And uh, although at this point you you are making enough to cover the bill. Yep. Is that right? All right. Yeah. So they're they're going, but you you did violate terms of service, which is understandable. Right, and what is that violation? Was it a bandwidth violation, or is it because of your age? Or it's because of my age, and yeah. I had to be over eighteen, which mm-hmm. I I couldn't, I didn't see anywhere, and even my parents couldn't find anything on it. But apparently, that was under their policy, under their policy. So yeah. we so your parents, use it. I guess, would have had to set up the account for you to use, right? Uh, well. We couldn't really just do anything, and we're still contacting them at the moment about how we can use this and how we can keep using them in the future. But, right. Uh, but after that, many fan games lost Photon as they were getting banned for being a minor, uh-huh. so which affected so many fan games, and that made Monkey Mischief's reputation even worse than it was already, uh-huh. especially as many people didn't really like the game at all beforehand so that means that people were like leaking tons of our assets 
or just genuinely just hating on the game. Right. And where were you getting this blowback from? Uh, mainly other creators and also just the just Gorilla Tag pe- players and their community who just just didn't like the game and just right. just saying that Gorilla Tag was better anyway. I don't know why they even did it. Just stuff like that. And and where are they sending you an email? Are they uh, putting this in reviews? Are they hitting you on on online forums? What? Uh, it's mainly through reviews, uh, videos as well. You can see a lot of videos about people saying about Monkey Mischief and how it's like downfall. But also on videos like TikTok, just people saying that like the game's just rubbish in general. Oh, hey, all right. How does this make you feel? Uh, well, it's obviously not. This no one wants to hear that about their game. But at the same time, I w- was so demotivated that I didn't even like the game. And at this point in time, I generally don't like the game. I don't. I'm sick of it. And I sometimes wish I never made it because it just causes me so much stress. But that, but I, it's always been like the one biggest thing I've ever done. And it would kind of suck if I never even did it. And it would be like, what is, what's the point if, if I didn't do anything? Well, it, it's a learning experience. That's what you need to take it as, I think. Yeah. And then, you know, use, use what you learn to not make the same mistakes with your next game, right? Yeah. So, so that said, I'm assuming the game is not live right now? Uh, the game is still live, but there's... The multiplayer is still extremely limited, and um, we just we're just redoing it all, and we think that's the best way to go. But we've redone it many times, and then people are just losing faith because of that. But we hopefully we can do it way better, and we're gonna take an entirely different approach to what we usually do. So are you, I, I- are you guys gonna stick with? Or I guess you're not sticking with Photon right now, right? Or you still are with Photon? Uh, when we don't know if we're going to stick with Photon or not, but we well, just, what if, we, what is the app using to. right now? The app's live, right? And it has yeah. multiplayer. So what's it using? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so one of my friends who's at the age can use it or still has their account. They have um, been using their app IDs at the moment, so yeah. That that We're sounds gonna... fair. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, as far as the 14, not being able to find that in the contract, uh, mm-hmm. you know, most countries have an age of majority where if you're below the age, you can't legally agree to contracts. And that is not something that needs to be specific to the contract. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's just how the law works. Now, uh, I, I just want to double back to, you know, you're, you're sorry you did this. And I, I'm sure it was just horrifying, right? Mm. To have to have the conversation with your parents and being in way over your head. But I'm, I'm going to guess this is by far not the biggest thing you're ever going to do. You're 14 years old and you did this and you put out a game with a team, with a small independent team, and you got thousands and thousands of users, right? Yeah. 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 That that's a that's a huge achievement. You huge, should be proud of. Huge, yeah. Right? Yeah. Is it Square Squirming? You know what it's like to get anything out of the. Oh my oh, yeah. god, it works it's in a, in yeah. on my machine. 
yeah, right? It's a, it's, a, it's a grind, man, to get users. So it's it's an achievement. There's there's a lot of people that would kill for that, you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and and you know, as far as the the internet can be a tough place with. Um, you know, that's I, I don't have anything good to offer there. That's that's a whole, uh, you know, that I feel for you. That has to be tough to hear yeah. people talk about your work, right? Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, because I was given into it, it wasn't it wasn't really being beneficial for the game. And we are trying to bring it back as any way we possibly can. And just make it something that is an enjoyable experience and just see if it does work or not. Right, right. Now, um, is this, this your only project? You got something on the horizon here, like your dream project? This is really my dream project. But at the same time, if I don't really enjoy it, then I want to keep redoing it until I can. But yeah. we were going to begin working on a different game, but because we have the community all pre-built for the other game, we feel like we should keep giving and giving updates for as long as we can and just take advantage of it whilst we can and right. gain as many players as we can. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you, I'm assuming you still have a, a, a pretty good-sized community in your Discord server and stuff like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've got, like, 2000 something or three like 3000 i can't remember the exact number and we right, still right. have around we still have around like 4000 players per day or over so it, even at our lowest we are still doing quite well yeah 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 right sure. right and and there are people who like the game these people like the game yeah and we want to provide for those people and we want to keep doing better. But we also want to provide better on what they enjoy the most. So that's right. what we're going to be doing in the revamp. We're just <laughs> going to provide better on what they enjoy the most within the game at its current state. And just keep doing better if we can. I I, I think that's admirable. Um, it, it It would be... You know, it's, you're in an uncomfortable position, right? And, and it would be easy to say, I want out of this. I'm removing the game from the store. I'm done with it. I'm not doing this anymore, right? Yeah. And, and in some ways, your life would be easier if you did that, right? Yeah, completely would be so much easier. But then I'd also be very bored without it. Yeah, that's, that's the spirit. <laughs> right, Squirming? <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, and it's, so. What do you? Uh, there, there's some people out in the community, like you said, that they kind of uh, frown on, you know, the gorilla tag clones, quote unquote. Uh, I mean, what do you say to those people that they're like, oh, you know, gorilla? It's just a gorilla tag clone, or it's just, uh, you know, what, what, <laughs> what do you say to that stigma? Uh. Well, if you enjoy the game, well, it's your opinion, it's your preference, if you prefer different games or not, and I can't really force you to enjoy my game, but if you do have a fun experience whilst playing the game, well, then at least we're doing good at what we're trying to do. 
if not, then please tell us how we can do better. And we are trying our hardest, especially with our age. We are, and me with like, I have no prior, very, I'm not, I'm not very talented with the, like, all the coding at all. But I still try and do what I can for the game as well as I can. I, 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 I'm going to argue that the talent is, um, is not something that shows up overnight and it's a result of doing something over and over and over again until you improve. And a lot of people stop when um, they realize they suck and they're uncomfortable in sucking. So yeah. when, when you suck, you have a choice. You can stop what you're doing or you can continue to do it and get better, right? Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I know you have the age thing going for you, but there's, there's you know, very, that, that gives you, that presents some hurdles. But, um, but you also have the time too, so. You know, yeah. If I, can, <laughs> yeah. if I can go back to whenever I was 14 and get started, you know. I'd probably be yeah. ten, 10 times better off than what I am now. Right, yeah. right. You're, you're it, it, like Squirmy said, you know, uh, we, don't, we don't have that luxury. We have families and jobs and stuff to do and, you know, responsibilities. Like, like he's saying, to be 14 and be in this position, it's, you know, the world's wide open for you here. Yeah, 100%. And I want to do as much as I can whilst I'm at this age. And so I'm set up for the future, but at the same time, it's about the motivation to keep doing it. And if I don't enjoy this, then maybe I should look into something that I probably do enjoy more. Absolutely. What? So, what's your future look like? What do you What do you think you're going to be? You know, what are you going to go to school for? Are you, you going to be a programmer? Are you going to be a doctor, or what? Um, I've never, I've never want to think about my future to be honest i um everyone's always like in my school like always talking about like what they want to be in the future and like what they aspire to just be but in my opinion i don't like to think about it i like i want to i want to basically stay young forever and i don't want to ever like be older than what i am at the moment but i have to always think that that is going to come around eventually, and I'm probably going to have to start taking things more seriously. But I, I can't. I've never even thought about what I want to be when I'm older. If I, if probably I would want to keep doing what I'm doing at the moment, but right. I honestly couldn't think. Right, right. Can't think what that is. You know, Squirmy. Back to Squirmy's question about. Um, you know, being called a, a gorilla tag clone, like my game flying squirrel chase. I get that all the time. And, uh, my mechanic, I, I didn't use the gorilla tag movement code. Um, I used the hurricane hexabody controller and I modified that. So you, uh, don't have any legs and I added a uh, flap to fly and a gliding mechanism. So you do walk on your hands, but you, you fly around. And one of the reasons I did that was playing gorilla tag, like, I, I've always been inspi expired, inspired to make games based on games I love playing, right? So I, if I go to a game and it, it excites me, it's like, this is cool. The, the movement of Gorilla Tag is fantastic, right? 
We've never yeah. seen anything like it. It's like, oh, there's this is this is new, right? And the the ability to walk around on your hands in VR frees you up from the static. I'm going to stand here. I'm going to point over there and teleport over there or whatever. You know, slide around mo- locomotion, right? And so you you played Gorilla Tag. You said, wait a minute, this is fun, right? And so you were inspired for your game, right? Yeah, right. And, and well, then, and, that, just, and that's how that's how most games are made, anyway, right? Like, yeah, is, is, is Fortnite a clone of PUBG? Is PUBG a clone of DayZ? You know, it's all yeah. subjective. Is you know, it's it's like uh, you know, it's and any game I ever made was uh, you know in response to a game I loved playing, and because I wanted to add my own spin to it. Right? It's like, I yeah. love that game, but what if I do this? So for me, it was Gorilla Tag. I want to do Gorilla Tag, but what if you can fly? Right? And and that I think that's how all good games start. I, I, right? I, I say as long as, as long as you're not ripping assets from another game and putting them in yours and you creating everything on your own, then it's not a clone. It's, yeah. it's, it's similar. It's inspired by it, but it's not a clone. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. All right, all right. So, what next? It's on the store. You're you've taken this abuse for it, but you're you're in the trenches. You're you're a little demotivated, right? Yeah. yeah. Wait, um, what's... I it's it's hard to just keep it up, and especially with all the hate, sometimes it just brings you down. But I always want to push through and keep doing it, but it's sometimes too hard. But yeah. I, 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 I love this project that I'm doing, and if I could make it better, then obviously I would want to. Yeah. Hey, we, we talked about the hate, but let's talk about the love, right? You, you yeah. have this Discord community, right? Yeah, yeah. and um, there is a big community for the game, and people do really love it. And I just want to provide for them and want to just keep bringing out updates for those people who do love the game and potentially new players yeah. for the game. And we want to bring out an update before Christmas so because all the new players will be coming on around that time and we feel like that's the best time to like gain a new player base as well. So if we can do that, that would be great. Yeah, I from my experience back in the uh, App Store days, doing apps for mobile phones... Holidays are phenomenal. People are around and they're ready to play. It's it starts in the US at Thanksgiving, right? That's mm. when that's when there's a big uptick in sales. Uh people buy them to get ready for Christmas, but some people use them earlier than Christmas. So anytime you see a spike, anytime you see a major holiday, there's that spike in users, right? And the no, Christmas Day last year, there were a lot of Quest 2s bought. You know, it's it, the price point. Back at that point, you could get a Q2 for $300, right? Yeah. And that's, that's a good price for a family Christmas gift. So I expect to see a lot of brand new Quests. Hey, we're going to see some Quest Pros, but not, not nearly. Most of the sales are going to be Q2s. So Quest 2s. And it, it, back from my App Store days, Holidays are phenomenal. Getting up on uh, you know December twenty six to see revenue numbers is is a big deal. Yeah, it's like I've never the game was made in like the summer, and I've never experienced how good that could be yet. But I feel like 
especially with the stats last year for other games, that Christmas time especially is the best time for games to like take advantage and <laughs> not in a bad way, but just get as many players as they can and revenue and all of that. Right. All right. So now you, you've got this newfound fame, a, a bit of infamy. Um, you're, you're working hard on it. You do have IAP in there and you made a little money. Is there, is there like you're a 14 year old kid, you know? So now, now you get some cash. What do you do? Do you go out and buy yourself a nice rig? Do you buy, uh, you know, more headsets or what? Um, well, obviously when, when you get that much money at an age like mine, it's like shocking. And obviously I wanted to just treat myself a little bit. But at the same time, I have to save a lot of it, especially with if we can get back Photon, we have to save it a lot for the Photon so we can keep expanding as well and just invest in new things. So right. Right. A main, it, mainly a lot is saving. Did you did you treat yourself? Did you like I know I know I need this money for these other things and I'm sure there's taxes and whatever you're going to have to deal with here but is there anything you said all right I'm getting this <laughs> I, I had to get um a couple of things I had to get a couple of like lego sets just because I find them really f just funny some people at my age would probably buy other stuff but I don't know yeah, it makes me feel young and yeah. I just enjoy it that that was your big purchase. Uh, some nice Lego sets. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's that's that sounds like a lot of fun. All right. So what, All right, are, you gonna, so what are you gonna do? Um, anything you want to? Anything you want to talk about for the for the uh, holiday update? You, you know, are you gonna have uh, any new well, game, any new game modes or uh, just could be cosmetics or? What do you think? Uh, just before this, we were just talking about how we can reinvent. So <laughs> reinventing is so much. We're going to have to be thinking about that more than a Christmas update. But if we release it around Christmas time, then we're going to release it alongside with a Christmas update. <laughs> so it's sort of, we're like at the moment planning on like an open world if we can and like different boss fights, hopefully. So, ah. but we'll see if that comes along well. But mm -hmm. yes, that. So I assume that uh, since you've, you know, been mo <clears throat> moving along, you guys got the, uh, I guess the the bandwidth issues figured out and the netcode stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, we do have that. We haven't really tested it properly since, because since that happened, we have had like the servers mostly down, and okay. or less active. But I think that we will have it down by the time we do release it. And I'm, I'm and sure, I'm sure you'll be watching the dashboard like a hawk, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's never going to leave my sight. I'm always going to have to be like staring at it every two seconds. Wait a minute. How often does that dashboard update? Is that near real time or is it daily for bandwidth uh, usage? Uh, yeah. Uh, I it's I think you can like get hourly updates on it. I'm yeah, I think it's it. I think it's hourly updates to be honest. Um okay. so it it takes some time for data to come in, so we have some time to test it and all that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, you know, my, my game went through something very similar. Um, I put my game out and uh, put it on App Lab and nobody noticed. I didn't really promote it. And it was out there for maybe a month or two before I even noticed anybody was in the game, right? And I popped on. I was like, wait a minute, there are, there are people here, right? And mm. at that point, I didn't have IAP, and I was on Normcore's, uh, you know, low-end plan, which is 65 bucks a month, and you get three terabytes, which is normally, that's great for development, and, you know, it's, it, it will handle a certain number of players, right? So I'm like, ah, 65 bucks a month, I'm golden. Uh, I got featured on App Lab on uh, SideQuest for a one-day feature. And things blew up for me, and it hit a popular YouTuber, J-Man Curly, and right about that time, it hit on TikTok. And yeah. my, my, uh, my servers were overwhelmed, and I had thousands of people on, and I would go in, and I, the room matching I had would allow more than the max number of people per room to join a room, so normally my limit is eight people in a room, right? And so all of a sudden, I pop into a room and it had 40 people in it. So it, it was laggy. It was unplayable. It was chaos, right? So I, mm -hmm. I just watched my stats go up. But one of the most exciting things about my game at that point was uh, real-time chat, right? You, you go into mm -hmm. a room and people are going nuts having fun. Yeah. And the way I had to throttle my bandwidth was I put in a push-to-talk switch for audio. I didn't leave the channels fully open. And that, that will probably be something that we should probably do because anything to cut down on traffic usage at all is really beneficial to any game, really. Yeah. And maybe it could be a setting, maybe not, but if we can cut down, then that would be great. I, I had to do it because I was looking at a giant server bill and I, I just was not prepared to deal with it. So, and what I found was, you know, I lost a lot of players. Uh, you know, a lot of the fun is voice and push to talk isn't great, you know, and it, it changed the feeling of game. If you popped into a room with eight people without push to talk, it's chaos. People are going nuts and having fun. If you put push to talk in, people are reluctant to begin talking right and it, yeah. it changes the room and it my numbers dropped and i i just had to deal with it until i got iap in once i had in-app purchase i was able to disable push to talk and you know i i could cover my server and people could talk and this where the fun came back and i, I do have that on a switch i use playfab as my back end do you have any back end on this thing uh i'm not sure 100% a back end a back end would be a website where you can control various things about the game like i use playfab so i can go in and i can see a uh, number of logins in real time i can change uh like app settings in real time so if i want to up my user limit from eight people to a room to 10 people a room i go to a website and put in 10 and hit save and boom it's updated so i have certain features like push to talk i have that on a flag so, you know, if, I, if I'm blowing through bandwidth, I can put on push to talk and slow things down without taking the, without shutting the game down, right? Yeah, uh, and, we don't have anything like that, and we probably should look into it, probably, so then we can control things better. Yeah, Playpad is pretty amazing. I use it as well.
You do. You do. And I mean, before I had PlayFab, I just had, uh, you know, some cheap hosting and I put a, a JSON file up. I put a text file on a, on a web server. And when the game starts up, it goes and looks for those settings, you know, whatever, you know, parameters you have or flags. And that's an easy way. It's, you know, it doesn't give you, you know, granular control, but it, it's a way to turn things on and off quickly, you know? And mm. so, you, so you got to have that sort of m- management to your game, and uh, that that'll help you. It'll help you understand what's going on in the game right now, and it'll help you control things, right? Yeah. So, so you may want to consider that, right? Oh, I, I really need to. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. Squirmy. What What else do we want to know Ooh. here? This is that's a fascinating story and a horrible. It horrible is, story it is i guess okay so like if if there was uh if you had one bit of advice for a new developer coming into the scene that never created a game before and they were going to create a game what would what would be that one piece of advice you'd give them do something original i think originality is actually something that i should probably take into account a lot more and originality can set yourself apart from everyone else and that's something i need to do more of and that's what i'm trying to do with the revamp and i have been called out on originality many times and from that i've from now i'm trying to keep it as original from other gradatai games and just other vr games as best as i can and i feel, feel like everyone else should definitely do something original if they're going to make a game. That's that's really strong advice. That's that's an important message. Um, the the way I think of it is: don't worry about being better. Worry about being different. Right? Yeah. It's like 100%. And, that, and yeah, that, and that, and that's hard, <clears throat> and that's hard to do when you're starting out too, because you know whenever you're whenever you're learning, you're learning off of things that's already there, so you're kind of going off of that. Uh, mm. I I definitely think that other games can set a standard that you need to meet, and mm-hmm. other people see it as like, oh, you're just copying them. But they've set a like a new standard to like how good like mechanics are on or, or like just new features in general. It's a new standard and a new thing that everyone should meet to, and. You should, everyone should definitely meet those standards before adding anything new to the game. Because if it, the quality isn't as good as those other games, then people would rather play the other games than right. Right. Other, your one. Right. Now, now, let's be clear here. Lemming has released that movement code, and he's been very vocal about the idea of other people using this locomotion system. He's all for it. It's a better, it's an improvement over teleportation or sliding around. And, you know, it's, it's a great implementation, but he put it out there for a reason. He wanted people to use it, right? Hmm. So, and he, he wants to move VR forward. Right, and this is one step. I I also think when you learn to do something, this is your first game. When you learn to do something, when you learn to play guitar, you don't automatically start writing your own songs. You you learn yeah. Beatles tunes and you learn Chuck Berry, 
And you, you start with the classics, and then at some point you get good enough to improvise and, uh, you know, make your own mark in the world. But you, you can't be that, you can't get to be that craftsman on day one, right? Yeah, 100%. And I just, forget just that exactly. Everyone needs to start somewhere, and everyone just... Keep, needs to keep going and keep getting better at what they're doing and obviously originality is key with all of it and everyone just everyone should just definitely try and do something but start somewhere with it yeah. you know what for for a 14 year old that is fantastic advice that um you know i'm familiar with that advice but i'm paying attention to it that's that it's well said. It's really important. And uh, I'm going to try to remember that. But, you know, the next time I see games, I'm going to clone that guy. You know, let's, let's, that's, that's great advice. I'm, I'm going to keep being different. Right. Yeah, because yeah. There, there's nobody like me and there's nobody like you. Georgia, <laughs> it's a fascinating story. And uh, I, I hope it ends well for you here. I, I love the idea that you haven't backed down from it and that you're, this reinvention is, uh, you know, maybe, maybe that's even a tagline for your game. It's monkey mischief, mischief reinvention or, you know, that, that's a great event, I think. I think you're going to have a lot of people in your corner. If you look at games like uh, what, No Man's Sky, right? Yeah. A lot of hype came up, some disappointment, but, but that team didn't walk away from it. They they went back to it and they turned that they polished that into a gem, right? Mm. So, I mean, I I want to see I want to see the update and I, I I'm looking forward to what you do. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Same, yeah. I think as long as you learn from your mistakes and and implement on uh, improvement, then you'll be golden, man. Yeah, watch those server bills, dude. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. how, how are your parents doing now? Are they okay? Is mom okay? Uh yeah, they they I think both my parents are alright, and they're obviously trying to help me be yeah. the best I can with all the financial stuff. And, and that's yeah. awesome that they're still supporting you even after all that, you know. So that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, some, some, they... I know some parents would be like, "Nah, you're done." <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. I wasn't kicked out. Yeah, right, right. I mean, uh, have your parents sat you down and said, "Look, we're proud of you." Uh, don't think so yet. But they, they, I can tell that they are proud uh, yeah. of everything that I do do. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. That's uh, thanks for joining us. And you know, certainly we'd love to hear any updates. You know, when you're when you're ready for that reinvention, we'd love to talk to you again. And maybe we can showcase some footage and uh, hear what's going on and hear more about the team. Thank you. Thank you for letting me come here to talk about my story. All right. All right.